You're listening to the Growth Experts Podcast. So if you're looking to 10X your business by learning proven growth strategies, you're in the right place. During my interviews with top CEOs, entrepreneurs, and marketers, I dig deep to uncover the real strategies, hacks, and tools to help you achieve your goals. And I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Hey, everybody. If you're interested in learning how to leverage LinkedIn for your business, this episode is sponsored by my book, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful LinkedIn Users. To get your free copy, just send a text to 44222 with the word seven habits. That's the number seven habits to 44222. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And today we have yet another amazing guest. As a matter of fact, this guest has been on our show before in episode 50. His name is Joseph Lazukin. And Joseph is the founder of Pixel Smarter and multiple other tech startups. I couldn't even get into the laundry list of names. He's a CRO expert who has helped his clients save over $160 million on their different campaigns. So he's done a lot of different things. And today, we're going to talk about, we talked about CRO last time as it relates to card abandonment, but today we're going to talk about Facebook advertising CRO because he has a very specific skill set and experience and even some technology that we're going to kind of dabble on. We're going to touch on a little bit here um, today. And so welcome to the show, Joseph. Hey, it's great to be able to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. I know you're a busy guy. You've been traveling a lot. You've been launching all these different companies. You're you seems like you're everywhere. So I'm excited. You know, we had a chance to catch up a little bit. Today, we're going to hone in on some technology that you created, that you developed, that you're launching, right? And so we're going to kind of talk a little bit about that. But in a bigger picture, we're going to talk about Facebook conversion rate optimization. There's some organic stuff we're going to talk about, like how to build a following, not necessarily organic, but how to build a following. We're going to talk about how to, you know, really optimize the money that companies are spending on Facebook. So without further ado, let's take a, let's jump into the first part here. And I think one of the things that we were talking about before we hit record was you've developed, before we get into CRO, you developed a strategy and some tactics in and around building a large following on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 was, I was debating on whether we should include it in this interview because it's really two different things, but it's so sexy and it's so important. And I think it's something so valuable to the audience. I'd love for you to kind of take a couple minutes, talk about that, unpack that, and then we'll jump over to CRO. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the fascinating thing about building a following is that a lot of people undervalue it. It's just one of the most invaluable things that you can be able to do, especially when you start cross-pollinating your following across multiple platforms. So one of the things that we do for our clients, because I don't really focus on building a personal brand myself. I, I mostly just focus on our clients. It's where my headspace is at. I like to be the unknown guy that just kind of comes out of left field and is like, here's all the strategies that you need to be able to grow your following. And like the people who need to know, know who I am, but I don't like to be known by everybody. The last thing I would want for somebody to be able to know me when I'm walking down the street, but for the people that do want to be able to build that following and the people that do want that following for their business, which is absolutely key because it'll help you make a crazy amount more money passively and keep you kind of longevity and it'll develop that brand loyalty. The best strategy that we've found in order to be able to build a massive following super quickly is when you go onto Facebook and you start to be able to launch your Facebook ad campaigns, having it to where you do a messenger campaign. Now, this is going to be a couple of different angles that you can be able to do to really cross-pollinate across not just Facebook, but also 
having it to where it builds your YouTube, having it to where it builds your email list, and also your SMS list all at the same time, as well as other platforms, which is really great. So what I end up doing is that I end up having it to where whatever client that we're trying to be able to rapidly scale their following of their brand, what we'll do is that we'll do a Facebook Messenger campaign. And the first basically thing that we end up doing is that when people want to be able to interact with any brand or interact with any ad, they like when it's either education or something exclusive or something attractive or something that they do not have in their lives that they really want. So on the actual Messenger ad, we'll end up having it to where it's like, hey, message in and we'll be able to give you something for free or we'll give you this free education or whatever it may be. It is tripwire, as you would say. And uh, the first video that they end up getting is actually inside of the actual Messenger campaign. And then the second thing that they get is a message that says, hey, go follow me on YouTube for more content like this. And it gives them a link, but it's not just a normal link. There's actually a special way that you can be able to structure a link on Facebook or just uh, stru structure a link on YouTube where it's a um, it's like question and then sub underscore confirmation equals one. And what it'll do is that if you set that to your physical channel, it'll actually end up having it to where if anybody tries to be able to put in that link or click that button, it'll actually have it to where they have to physically deny or confirm that they want to follow you before they can see any of your videos. So that rapidly, rapidly increases your YouTube subscription following. So every single time that you now produce another piece of content, you for free get to retarget all those people that ended up seeing your ad and all those people that follow you because they're going to get a notification that you have a new video app. They're going to basically end up seeing that you're constantly in their lives. And especially if you follow a content schedule, which is super important, that so that way people can be able to program you into their lives, just like they do Game of Thrones that they know every single Sunday at 6 p.m. If you end up having it to where you have a content schedule that's the exact same time and day, people can then start to be able to expect, oh, you're going to have a new video, a new video, and then they're going to get that notification. And that's going to help gamify you further. Then in your YouTube description, you have it to where you're like, oh, hey, go follow me on all your other social networks and have it to where you have your other tripwires in order to get them into your value ladder where you start to get them into maybe some free PDFs or maybe some additional free videos. And then that ends up leading into your value stack, which allows for you to be able to really monetize that. But here's what a lot of people don't realize. By being able to push people to YouTube, especially through Facebook, that allows for you to be able to have it to where now those YouTube videos start to rank. So when people search for a specific subject matter that you've answered through your YouTube video, now you're getting all that free search traffic on YouTube and Google, which is propelling your brand even further for a fraction of the cost because guess what? You're not paying for that. So a single person that may come from Facebook may end up giving you an additional two, three, four, four, five more people from the organic side that you now are getting on YouTube. Furthermore, because they are basically <laughs> your messenger bot. Take a breath. Take a breath. People yeah. are just getting used to your style and your and, and how fast you talk. So I know <laughs> I know you <laughs> keep going, keep going. So furthermore, what you can be able to do, because they are captive in your messenger bot sequence, now you can be able to push them to be able to subscribe to your Instagram. What's really nice about Instagram is that you can be able to then be able to have it to where every single time that you end up posting a story or something else like that, you tell them to swipe up into something or another. So now not only are you cross-pollinating your Facebook Messenger list, which allows for you to retarget for next to nothing, now you can also be able to have it to where you create a retargeting audience off of that for Facebook advertising so that way your cost per acquisition is lower. Furthermore, you can now have a YouTube following and you also have an Instagram following and for any new platform like TikTok or anything else like that that comes out, you can still tell them to be able to go follow that for exclusive content that is only platform specific. So it's like leaving Easter eggs across all your different channels that they have to go to different channels to be able to get. And that allows for you to be able to cross pollinate, really be able to build your following across every single platform and be omnipresent in those people's lives. And then whenever you come out with any offer or anything else like that, 
people can't help but want to be able to buy because you look like such a massive authority. Wow. Okay. So that was a lot, right? So in my mind, the first thing that comes to comes to mind here was kind of it's almost like a daisy chain effect, right? Like you run a Facebook ad that goes to Messenger, which then brings them over to your YouTube, which gets them to subscribe there, which gives you some organic reach, and then you bring them to your other channels, and then you're building audiences from there, you're directing traffic from there. So it's so it's all it's it's much more of a holistic approach of building a following than just saying, hey, I'm going to build my Instagram following, or hey, I'm going to build my Facebook following, or hey, I'm going to build my YouTube. It's really intertwining them all, leveraging advertising dollars, leveraging messenger, leveraging organic in a very strategic kind of format. Absolutely. And, and the biggest mistake that companies and marketers and businesses make is that they end up having it to where they focus solely on one channel without realizing that you can just have it to where it's all daisy chain together. One dollar can be like a rock that you're skipping across a pond. It can skip multiple times to every single different platform that you have. So that way that one dollar stretches into five, six, seven dollars worth of value across all platforms. And the more you're in people's lives, guess what? Now you don't have to retarget as much. And when you do retarget, now it's so much cheaper because the people are so engrossed in your community and in your world, especially, I forgot to mention, in the actual messenger bot sequence, if you push them to a Facebook group or a community where they can be active with other members, that instantly, instantly ends up building you as an authority as well. Because people, especially if you cater the group name to something that is commonly searchable in your industry or field, it will have it to where that expands just off of your Facebook ads. And then it'll automatically start getting the organic on Facebook when people start to be able to search, oh, who's great at Facebook ads or who's great at Instagram or anything else like that, your group will pop up and you'll start getting hundreds of requests per day. So that single dollar can lead to thousands of dollars worth of actual revenue down the line if you can actually be able to set it up in that sequence. And it's the smartest way that we've ever found to be able to use a single advertising dollar. Yeah, you know, I love that. I love that skipping a rock analogy. That's I think that's a perfect analogy. You know, you're paying for the first skip, but then every subsequent skip is almost like a compounding effect virtually for free. So I really like that analogy. All right. And I told you before we hit record that this could probably be an episode of its own. So I'm I'm a little pissed that I'm not doing this as a separate episode and then doing the CRO, but we're gonna pivot over to the Facebook CRO. And because I know you have, I know you spend so much time in the trenches actually programming and doing the actual marketing and targeting and understanding how all this stuff is tied together. And it's all in your head. And, and you know, you share a lot of it for free on Facebook and you share it for free all the time. I mean, you give away all these new strategies as you're learning them, as you're perfecting them, as you're testing. And so that's one of the things I really love about the way you work, right? You're, you're very yeah. open about and transparent and sharing and always trying to help people. And so let's pivot over while we still have a little bit of time here into the Facebook CRO. So why don't you take away the Facebook CRO, keep it a little bit smaller, and then we're going to see how far we can get. But I know I want to make sure that everybody understands this whole concept between about your new tool, Pixel Smarter, which is, um, which is from what I understand, is going to be pretty revolutionary. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can definitely talk about that a little bit towards the end. But as far as Facebook CRO goes, so as we start to be able to really get deeper into Q4, one of the biggest things that's on everybody's mind is how to be able to save money, how to be able to reduce their cost per acquisition. This is where it brings up a very fascinating conversation. You can have the best marketer in the world, but the thing is that unless that marketer also knows how to be able to program, they will not be able to have the unique advantage that a marketer and programmer will have. So the Facebook pixel has really come into the highlight on how to be able to really optimize and really be able to drive home the best possible conversions for the lowest acquisition costs. 
So to be able to paint a picture of it, one of the major, major things that a lot of marketers don't understand is that when you advertise on any platform, it doesn't matter if it's Facebook or Google or Instagram or Snapchat, it doesn't matter who you end up advertising on. A global issue across all of the different marketing platforms is bot traffic and click fraud. So when you actually end up starting to track it, and there's actually a couple softwares that I've written about that we use that you can actually be able to find on my blog, but you can actually be able to track the click fraud and the bot traffic that actually ends up getting lumped into your retargeting sets or even into your initial pixel traffic. And what's fascinating about that is that let's say that you're an advertiser right now and you're doing 3-4x on your advertising campaign. Bot traffic can account for anywhere between 18 all the way up to over 40% of your overall spend. So if you were to take out that giant chunk of just dead traffic that's consuming your ad spend, then what you'll end up having is maybe a five, six, seven X campaign because your actual marketing dollars are going to the real human beings that you're trying to be able to target. And the real compound effect that happens that basically CRO really helps be able to identify and kind of erase is that bot traffic because the initial click on Facebook or any platform could be able to cost you, let's say, 30 cents. So that bot initially costs you 30 cents. Then your Facebook pixel, if you're not sure on how to be able to set it up to be able to remove that bot traffic, will then have it to where that bot now goes into your retargeting set because every marketer retargets based on the page view, the add to cart, the initiate checkout, or other different phases. So as a result, let's say that you have 100 uh, people that are inside of your pixel audience. You have 20 bots and you have 20 buyers out of that 100. Well, you're going to remove the buyers. So now you have 20 bots and 80 people. So that means that you have a total of one out of every four people is a bot. And here's where it becomes a massive issue where it really starts to become exponential in terms of how much waste it can really blow out of your ad account is that people sleep, bots don't. So if you want to look at your ad account right now, you can actually go into Facebook or Google or any platform and you can actually segment based on time of day. If you know that your audience is in Arizona, for instance, where I'm at, and you see that at two, three in the morning, you're still spending the exact same amount of money that you are spending during the day, or maybe within a degree of 30% range, guess what? Those are bots that are still online while everybody else is sleeping that are consuming your, basically your ad spend during the times that all the other people are asleep, your actual customers. So what becomes really fascinating about that is that we've identified ways to be able to actually omit that, how to be able to prevent that. And it comes in a bunch of different forms. So I mentioned this back in 2016 on my personal profile that you can delay the pixel fire to be able to omit bots from being basically lumped in. So we observed based on screen share sessions and also based on IP matching to a screen share, uh, screen share session to be able to see what bots do in mass. Like we've observed hundreds of thousands of these. And the main three things that bots will do is they will end up doing one, which is hit the page, wait for it to load, and then bounce. Wait for the page to load, scroll all the way to the bottom, and then bounce. Or they'll bounce around all your different pages, and then they'll eventually bounce once they've hit pretty much every page on your website. These are different types of bots for different reasons. Some are nefarious, some are just search bots that are trying to index your website. But nevertheless, if you have audience network turned on, or even if you don't, there's also malicious bots on Facebook, fake profiles that are clicking on your ads in order to be able to scrape then your actual sales funnel so that way they can be able to either recreate it or be able to have that information in a database that they then sell to the black hat community. So by being able to be proactive on delaying your pixel, that was what worked basically back in 2016. It increased efficiency, but it wasn't exactly what ended up working the best. What we've now learned is that if you have it to where you can set up on-page events, with your actual pixel, 
that's where we start to see the greatest performance increase. And that's what led me to be able to actually start building a software around that, which is Pixel Smarter. And so far, we've been able to reduce our clients' acquisition costs between anywhere between 28 to 62%. So give us an example of these on-page events that you figured out allowed you to really, if not eliminate, at least you know, drastically reduce the bot traffic. What are, what are those on-page events that you're talking about? Give us an example. So a perfect example is that because the bots are typically just trying to be able to load your page or scrape your page or bounce from every single different page to be able to get screenshots or metadata or whatever they're trying to be able to um, basically take from it, you can be able to clearly identify what is a bot and what is clearly an actual high intent customer. So a perfect example is on an e-commerce website. A bot will never have it to where on your e-commerce website, it's going to click to multiple photos inside of your actual e-com listing. So let's say that you have on Shopify or Word for uh, WooCommerce or some other different platform, a just a product listing. And if you have, let's say, four or five different images, they're going to click a normal person that's super interested in buying that. It's going to click around to multiple photos. If you create a pixel event that actually captures when they click to multiple photos, then you can say, hey, let's create an audience of people that have seen two or three, uh, two photos or more or three photos or more. And the more narrowed down that you do, well, it's like having a sniper rifle versus a shotgun. If you retarget everybody on a page, page view, well, you're getting all the bots and all the people that are not essentially interested and all the people that accidentally clicked. So which is more valuable? Is it the person that views the page or the person that viewed multiple product images? Or is it the person that viewed the page or is it the person that ended up watching a cust- um, like one or more customer video testimonials or viewed the product specs or ended up viewing all the different features or ended up scrolling to multiple pages in the product reviews? So all of these different factors of key engagements, these are huge. So for instance, one of the main things that we've actually identified that is unbelievably valuable that has allowed for us to be able to get over a thousand ROAS, literally $1 in and over a thousand or more back on a, on a thousand dollar course product is we're retarding for a dollar a day, people who read the FAQ section. So people that actually read the FAQ section are typically people that are trying to convince themselves not to buy something. They're going to say, in my mind, if this product does this or doesn't do this, I won't get it. Or if it doesn't also do this, I'm not going to get it. So they're already super keen buyers that are wanting to be able to buy your product, but they're trying to convince themselves otherwise. So by being able to segment out those specific people, I'm able to be able to have it to where I target them for a dollar a day because the only people that actually read an FAQ equivalent to about three to 4%. So for every thousand people that end up hitting your website, which could be anywhere from $30 to $300 in ad spend, only 30 to 40 people are going to actually end up reading that section and then subtract the buyers and you're at a super small audience. So a dollar a day can easily be able to retarget all of those people. It will not include bots because bots don't read your FAQ section. And then what's really, really nice about that is that when you end up retargeting them, you can segment it for the people that do and do not see your actual FAQ section. So for the people that do see it and still do not buy, what do you do? Well, you send them a video that overcomes all customer objections. So you talk about all the different possible customer objections that you've seen from maybe pulling customers and that video goes out and we've been able to get amazing conversions on that. We're getting one to two course sales of a thousand dollar product for under a dollar a day. So absolutely, absolutely phenomenal results. Whereas if we were to targeting the entire page, we would be targeting it for maybe $500 a day to all page views. And we wouldn't be getting nearly the same amount of return on investment that we're normally getting. So that's one extreme case. Another extreme case is people who have watched one or actually typically two or more 
customer video testimonials. So if they've just started those videos, that's high intent. If they've already clicked on one, they've listened to it for maybe a couple seconds, and then they clicked on another one, that's super high intent as well. And we've been able to see a massive increase in return on investment just targeting that demographic for $1 to $5 a day. And these are campaigns where we're spending upwards of like $50,000 or more a month. Some of our clients were spending close to seven figures or more a month. And the thing is, we're still targeting those individual niche audiences for underneath $100 a day in those individual little niches. Whereas before we were retarding maybe for two, three thousand dollars over a day, and we were not seeing the exact same return on investment. We were seeing lower returns. And then as it kept on going, we would see a decay because we were literally having so much bot traffic. Once we end up omitting all of our buyers, because who wants to be really retarded the buyers in the same cold retarding set, that we ended up identifying that if we did things this way, we would make significantly more money. So we ended up building a software around that to make it even easier. But even if you don't have the software, you can be able to hire a programmer and tell them to be able to pixel specific on-page events like that and be able to easily be able to optimize and be able to have it where your conversion rates will plummet and your profits will soar. Well, I mean, it makes total sense, right? I mean, you're really showing more intent, right? With the, regardless of the bot traffic, just targeting those specific events like the FAQ or or watching, you know, video testimonials or things of that nature. I mean, it, it's just a much more hyper-focused way to hone in on that audience. And then based upon whatever that, that event is, then you retarget them with specific content that's geared towards helping them overcome whatever typical objection that event is trying to fix or cure or help with, right? Ooh. Yeah, I mean, it, may, it makes total sense. But it takes a programmer, marketer mindset like yours to really recognize that, right? And so, so let's do this. Is there anything else you want to, I mean, I know that's really a bad question for you. Okay. Let me just let, I think the audience has a sense of that right now that leaving, leaving a wide open question like that for you is probably not a good idea, but is there anything really important or relevant you would want to add on to that component, you know, about the, uh, about the bot traffickers or something else that's super important that they understand before we kind of wrap up? I would think that at the end of the day, the bot traffic, being able to mitigate that as much as possible, it's a new topic that most people don't really understand and most marketers don't understand how to be able to prevent. So I hope this video really, really helps in that regard and being able to reduce that and kind of educate on that issue because it is a major issue. And if you just search on Google, like bot traffic as a general issue across all ad platforms, you'll be inundated with a crazy amount of issues to where it's going to cost billions of dollars in click fraud as we start to be able to head on to 2020 and beyond. So that's a major topic that uh, I think everybody needs to be well-researched on and they need to start researching tools that help prevent it. And that's really why we ended up trying to be able to have it because companies used to pay me twenty dollars to $50,000 just to be able to do these individual like micro events on their website because the amount of compounding effect of how much it actually costs you to have that bot traffic in your retargeting sets hurts you from a Facebook standpoint because not only do you get that retargeting set where you're blowing that money now, but also for lookalike audiences, now those are impure. So when you're trying to be able to scale out your ad spending, you're trying to create lookalikes off of people that have shown specific intent, you can't be able to do so because now all those bots are in there. It's going to end up throwing off what otherwise would have been key people that would otherwise buy your product. So it cascades the spend over and over and over again. And the bigger thing that most people don't realize is that when somebody ends up going to your website from a Facebook ad, Facebook goes, we think with a 99% confidence score that this person is somebody who is going to buy. And then if they end up going to your site and they do not buy because that is a bot or something along those lines, Facebook goes, okay, well, we're going to look elsewhere for your customers. 
that has a bunch of wide-reaching applications or, or consequences, I should say, that'll end up throwing off your ad spend completely across the board. So that's really why we ended up building out the software that we did. And that's why we've tried to be able to automate it. And that's why I publish as much free information on my profile as possible. Like, I believe that you should give away all your value for free. I strongly, strongly believe that because money is a byproduct of value. So if I'm trying to be able to make sure that everybody else succeeds, we all succeed together because then we all have a greater ecosystem that we can be able to bounce off of each other and be able to really make a really great community because blowing out somebody else's candle doesn't make yours any brighter. No, I love that. And I've seen you do that ever since I met you over a year ago. I've seen you consistently do that on Facebook and wherever you speak and wherever you, you know, wherever you have a platform to talk about any of this sort of stuff you always share. And so I'm really happy that you came on here and shared that. And I think you're 100% right. I think the bot traffic is something that's really not talked about and there definitely hasn't been any great solutions to it. So I'm excited for you and this whole Pixel Smarter launch that you're coming up with. One question before we, before we close out. The bot traffic, it crosses more than just Facebook and Google and YouTube and any social network. You know, are these types of events that you're talking about, do those types of events work when you're on other platforms or only when you're on Facebook? No, they actually work uh, across all platforms. So we were setting it up for Facebook, for Google, for Snapchat, for all these different uh, platforms because every single platform has this issue with click from bot traffic. Cool. So being able to optimize, um, be able to really reduce down the conversion rates for those, we were able to be able to identify ways to be able to omit that. And then we systemized it. And uh, I mean, I, I share that value all the time. So you can easily yeah. be able to that info, especially when the software ends up coming up. Awesome. All right. Well, listen, before we close it out, let everybody know what you're about to launch here with Pixel Smart. Give them a, give them a one minute rundown of exactly what Pixel Smarter, I should say Pixel Smarter is, and then we'll wrap it up for today. Yeah, so Pixel Smarter is an advanced marketing and segmentation tool uh, that has an AI backbone that really allows for marketers and businesses to do what they do right now, except infinitely better. It gives you greater control over your marketing and customer experience by allowing for you to be able to segment out based on intent. It removes bot traffic and it also comes with some really amazing tools that marketers and marketers, businesses, and everybody in between has been complaining about for the longest time. And we've solved. So for instance, one of the biggest issues that we ended up solving with Pixel Smarter 2 is comments, negative comments. When you're launching your ads on any platform, you always have negative comments that end up in basically affecting your overall return on investment. So what we did is that we built an AI in there that reads all negative comments, omits them or hides them. So that way you as a company can be able to respond to them without you actually taking a massive hit on your return on investment for the ad or product or service or whatever it is that you're promoting and also helps be able to protect your brand while also not sacrificing the customer experience and customer support element. So that's another major thing that we kind of plugged into it. But it also allows for you to be able to hyper segment out basically every little intent. All the programmer stuff that we talked about that might seem over your head, we literally made it to where it's point and click. Literally anybody can be able to do it. We've been beta testing it with our customers. We've been beta testing it with people who have zero tech experience. And we've really automated to where everything is super, super simple to the point where you literally see your website right in front of you. And if you see a button, you can click on that button and say, if this button scrolls into view, if this button is clicked on, if somebody interacts with it in a certain way, or if you see a paragraph, you can say, if somebody has read this paragraph, which is our own proprietary algorithm we ended up creating over millions of dollars worth of data, or you can be able to set it up on video or even forms. You can be able to see how far somebody got in a form before they abandoned, which for the add to cart retargeting or the initiate checkout retargeting, 
actually ends up performing significantly better than just somebody hitting that page. So that's what the software does in a nutshell and it automates it so that way marketers basically can be able to do what they do even better and business owners can be able to have it where they can be able to get even better results without having to be able to turn to an agency or a team. Love it. Well, listen, we're going to put a link. Once we have the final link, we're going to put that link in the show notes so you guys can click and learn more about Pixel Smarter and exactly how that might be able to help your business, get a better ROI, eliminate some of this bot traffic and just, you know, kind of take your ad spend to a different level here with a brand new tool. But in the meantime, let everybody know how they connect with you, whether it be on Facebook or wherever you want to send them. And then we'll wrap it up for today. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the best way to be able to connect with me is probably going to be Facebook. Uh, You can also be able to follow me on Instagram. I'm going to start actually putting a little bit more emphasis on building my personal brand out. So I'm going to probably be on every platform here soon, uh, pretty much. Uh, But Facebook is typically where I post a lot of my lives. I'm going to be building out my YouTube channel as well. It's something that I've really neglected. And now I'm going to start focusing on as I uh, I start to launch Pixel Smarter a little bit more. And also the Pixel Smarter website, we're actually going to have it where the blog is going to be a lot of key content that I'm going to really be focusing on the CRO niche, how to be able to use the software in order to be able to really dive down and be able to really drive down those acquisition costs to drive up your sales. So those are going to be the kind of different angles that you can be able to find me. But again, my personal Facebook is just my name. So you can just type in my name, Joseph Wozkin. That should pop up. There's a really unique name. So that's where I would say find me for most of the free content and then also start following my companies and you'll be able to see a lot of content that I personally publish. Awesome. I'll put all those links in the show notes. Really appreciate you being here and uh, it's been a pleasure. Really appreciate it. Super excited for you with Pixel Smarter and I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Joseph. Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the podcast, then do me a huge favor. Click the subscribe button now and please leave me a review. It would mean a lot to me.